0: We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 24th, 2012. I think this should be our final part um, on page 17 of the 24-25 to 25 page PDF. Hopefully we can get through the rest now. Uh, here we're going to get into kind of a continuation of the last part regarding the nauseating response of the 501c3 corporate church. Regarding the Sandy Hook Massacre, we just saw, we just talked about the whole uh, thing that was going on with these sermons that they were spouting. Now we're actually going to see churches taking a specific action. And this is going to be some rapid bullet point things on this particular subject. The first one is Brooklyn churches seeing more gun buybacks. The day after 20 children were shot to death in Connecticut Elementary School, some New Yorker residents are giving up their guns. Two Brooklyn pastors opened their churches Saturday to the city's gun buyback program, in which anyone with a handgun can trade it in, no questions asked, for a $200 bank card. Rifles fetched $20. By early afternoon, people had turned in over 60 weapons at the Mount Ollie Baptist Church in Brooklyn's Brownsville section. There's a link here to the church. Guns were also being collected at St. Peter's Lutheran Church in Brooklyn's Cypress Hill section. So again, these churches are just being used as tools of Satan to further, now you've got Obama, you've got the wicked politicians, you've got Hollywood, you've got the corporate, corporately controlled media, and now you've got the 501c3 church whores, all in unison and coming, in the liberals, all in unison and coming into lockstep against any kind of pro-gun anything. So much so that they're basically holding things at their church to, to turn in their weapons. Because they think that they're doing God's service. Next article. Before news broke of the deadly school shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, two churches in Camden, and this is even before it happened, uh, offered money in exchange for guns and the city had even a bigger than expected turnout. Even veteran cops were stunned by the turnout for the gun buyback pro program. In Camden County, the gun buyback will continue Saturday from eight to eight at Antioch Baptist Church and Higher Ground Church of God in Christ. And a lot of these are Baptist churches, which to me is coming out of that background myself, just uh it's incomprehensible. Because there were, at least in the Baptist churches I were at, they were very, very pro-Second Amendment. You know, they were. So obviously, not all Baptist churches are like this, but, you know, it's, it's all moving in that direction. Next article. Men and women turn in their guns on Saturday during a day-long buyback program sponsored by the NYPD. And the DA's office. This was uh, sponsored at Evergreen Baptist Church in Brooklyn, which is another church in Brooklyn. All these are linked, all these stories. And this is just a fraction of what's going on around the country just since Sandy Hook. Okay? Here's the next one. With violent crime on... Uh, with the violent attack on a Connecticut elementary school weighing in on the minds of many hundreds of people turned in 461 guns to Baltimore police at a buyback Saturday. Shortly afternoon, people were lined up down the block by St. Paul Baptist church in the city's Coldstream homestead Montebello neighborhood, many clutching old shotguns and rifles wrapped in towels or trash bags. You know, now they won't have any means to defend themselves. If somebody breaks into their house and you know, the, Criminals will be free to commit more mayhem. And Anyway, Banner, and then the next story. Um, Banner was among dozens of people who filed into the tiny basement of St. Mark's United Methodist in Laurel and handed over 160 guns for gift cards. Gun owners walked with officers into the church basement as they turned over their weapons to be registered. So it's not enough to just turn your weapons. Now because you have a weapon, you're going to be ushered in by an officer because you're a potential criminal, and we're going to register you anyway, even though you're turning in your guns. That way we know where you're at in case you're you're hiding any of your guns that you didn't turn in. That's the clear message that's being sent here. Okay, and that was at um, St. Mark's United Methodist Church. Okay, so here's the next one. Oakland St. Benedict Church. Over 100 and, uh, and this was they turned in 300 guns, 300, yeah, 300 guns. Um, over 130 cars full of Oakland, California residents lined up as early as 6 a.m. this past Saturday outside St. Benedict's Church to get rid of their guns in exchange for $200 cash. Isn't that special? Next one, um, Christ Temple Missionary Baptist Church. Post-gun buyback. No questions asked. Event, reaction to teen shooting death. Um, on December 15th, Evanston residents can bring their firearms as well as ammunition and magazines to Christ Temple Missionary Baptist Church. 1711 Simpson Street. and Sell them as part of an amnesty-based program. They're trying to get people in this mindset. And they're using the... Uh, Satan would want to use the artificial... Sanctimonious ho- uh, holiness appearance, the veneer of holiness, pseudo holiness of the churches. Because a lot of people would say, Well, I'm not going to go to no police station to turn in my gun. I'm not even going to go to some public place because maybe there's some kind of cops watching or something, but they feel like, Oh, it's a church. I feel a lot more at ease going to a church to turn on my guns because they're not gonna try to pull anything on me at a church and nah, that can nah, I can get a two hundred dollar gift card, you know, and uh kinda kill two birds with one stone. I really believe that again it's it's part of the subtlety of Satan, who was the most subtle beast of the field, according to Genesis three. To use these churches, these 501c3 corporate churches, in order to do this. And to get people in the mindset of turning in their guns. Look at where it's occurring. I mean, it's obvious this is why they're doing this. Because they're trying to make you like, so, so that your defenses are down. You know, and get us into that mindset. So now, regarding this whole subject, see... My teachings on the 501c3 Corporate Church of America. The first one, I'm just going to read a little bit on this. It's entitled, Feds train the 501c3 clergy to, quote, quell dissent during martial law. That's what they're setting this up for, martial law. But they want to have everybody disarmed before they give martial law. That way, nobody will be able to shoot back, or very minimal. So, during the reign of Adolf Hitler, three prominent Protestant theologians were dramatically successful in convincing German Protestants to cooperate with Hitler and his genocide of 18 million, quote, devalued people. Now, you have to look at this. We've got history here, okay? Adolf Hitler used three prominent Protestant theologians dramatically successfully in convincing German Protestants to cooperate with Hitler and his genocide of 18 million devalued people. And that included turning in your guns, okay? We're we're seeing, isn't that what we just saw? The churches telling people to turn in their guns? And being used by the government to do that? Hitler was one of the main ones that told these Protestant theologians to also invoke Romans 13, saying you have to obey the government no matter what, and tell that to your congregation so that the, the... Hitler was the one that told them to do it! To misinterpret Romans 13. So look at the kind of history we've got here. The Illuminati here in America is using the same tactic. And will most assuredly get the same cooperative response. We're just seeing that exactly from the things we just cited. From the 501c3 corporate churches who were given their very right to exist via the government slash IRS. And who are not versed properly in the true meaning of Romans 13 to know when they are being deceived. Most likely, much of the reason genuine Christians will be turned into authorities is because the church leaders, unquestionably submissive to the government, will be the very ones to turn them in. Guaranteed. Here's my next teaching, which is the one, Romans 13, and unlimited subservience to the government. Where should a Bible-believing Christian draw the line? Now, now, Some of these are older teachings. When I started this site, we had to start it rather quickly, and a lot of my teachings were actually linked to another website. Another brother in Christ put up this website. We are going to be in the process of taking those teachings and putting them exclusively on our website. Uh, Thank God I have a couple Christian brothers that are versed in doing this, because I'm really not. And that way, we're not... We don't have to depend on this other site because we've been getting some very, very – some of these older teachings, you click on them, and it it might take like five, six minutes for it to start playing, and then it starts to play choppy. It's kind of on and off, And and accessing the PDFs are also kind of hard. So I kind of want to unburden him as well because it's a burden on his site because I've got so much traffic literally the ministry since we first went up online as far as just one part of of the downloads okay just one aspect of the downloads has went up 25 times not 25% okay not 250% 25 times which would be 2500% than we when we first put the website up it's went up that much so you can imagine how much more email the, the, the website list, just since we went automated, has more than doubled as far as the email list goes. The website, as far as downloads, just in one small component has went up 25 times. I don't even know the true downloads because people repost them. Uh, there's so many ways that, that, that of, of things that I can't even keep track of. So um, the Lord's blessed us, so praise the Lord for that. Uh, but anyway, so... If you click on any of these older teachings um, and they're not playing as quick, if you're not getting any results there, you might want to you know wait uh, three, four, five weeks and then maybe try them again um, uh, because hopefully we'll have things up and running uh, once we get everything kind of shifted over to the main site. So anyway, uh, Romans 13 and unlimited subservience to the government. Where should a Bible believing Christian draw the line? The next one is the 501c3 church being muzzled. The next one, disturbing 501c3 corporate church report. And then I did two current event teachings where I also talked about that subject. Um, And you'll be able to see it when you click into the teaching and you see the table of contents. And then, also a subject that comes up with this was the end time preparedness prepper mega study that I did part two. And the section entitled Biblical Resistance to Tyranny. Is there Bible for biblical resistance to tyranny? And yes, there is. And we go into that. Uh, long, long history of that. So, next report here. Uh, top online gun retailer suspends sales of firearms effective immediately. I couldn't believe this one. Top online re- uh, retailer. Cheaper than dirt. Now, they, they, this magazine has been around ever since I can remember. Uh, like when way back when my dad was into the guns, I remember he would get this magazine, and I'd be like, "That's a weird name for a magazine." But it was called "Cheaper Than Dirt." One of the world's largest sporting goods stores and a top online gun distributor has suspended sales of firearms as of Tuesday. What what kind of message does that send to the liberal gun grabbers? That you know what? I was wrong all along. I'm going to repent. And I'll never sell guns again because they are evil. You were right all along, Satan. It's essentially the message you're sending. It's the last thing they should be doing. I mean, that's just disgusting. But yes, this is what's happening. Next report. First Amendment rights gone. This is unbelievable. Connecticut police spokesperson, Newtown, uh, uh, said in a video, Newtown will prosecute independent journalists and whistleblowers. There's a video to this. It shows this police guy talking, it says uh, they are going to literally go after people that are posting anything that they consider disinformation. So, posting truth, information, questions, or not believing the official story related to the mass shootings in Newtown, Connecticut at Sadie Hook Elementary will now result in arrests and prosecutions of perpetrators of whistleblowing for If you pay attention to what he says, he's not talking about people impersonating the killer. He said in any form, posting what he, big brother, Satan, considers disinformation. Well, that would be this whole report I'm doing today. Even though I totally have the facts on my side. No, it's just not just me, it's tons of other people. But it's this Gestapo-like intimidation factor in any form posting what he considers disinformation, you to get thrown in jail, prosecuted. This is a pathetic last-ditch attempt to clamp down on the truth to try to salvage their official story, which is, you know, beyond full of holes. Will these devils prosecute themselves for violating America's First Amendment right of the Constitution, of free speech, freedom of speech? So now we don't have any right to to talk about stuff anymore. Well this is what Obama wants complete dictatorship where you just you know you just accept the story. Whatever whatever is given to you you accept it and you don't question it and you be a good little Nazi and you do what you do what you're told.
1: I'll,
0: I'll take death over doing that. I'll take death. Because all that does is get me more fired up when I see that. (laughs) It's like, you know what? No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Next report. Facebook now threatening to shut down accounts. And I'm not saying God can't protect me. I'm just saying I'm willing to take it. I'm not saying I'm I'm willing to like whatever. I'm just saying if they're trying to shut me down over questioning something, I'm not going to shut my mouth. I'm going to keep speaking truth. Period. I'm going to keep speaking it. Until I can't speak it anymore. So, going further. Facebook now threatening to shut down accounts of users who question official narrative of Sandy Hook shooting. See, if you let these devils push you around, and you let them, and and you do what they say, then they've won. Then Satan has won. It's exactly what he wants. The social media site CIA created, Facebook, has decided to turn the First Amendment on its head, with which is ironic, as its creator has made a fortune on the concept of supposed free, open, and unedited speech. Now, if you're a liberal, you can go up there and say anything you want about the NRA, and we all need to die, we all need to kill our children, we all need to put guns to our heads and kill ourselves collectively if we're in favor of gun rights. That's okay. But don't you dare question any official narrative Of this bogus Sandy Hook debacle that was totally staged by the Illuminati and has the hoof prints of Satan all over it from so many different angles, there's no way I could possibly cover it all. According to reports, Facebook has begun suspending the accounts of users who throw into question the official narrative behind the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre after a warning by Connecticut State Police spokesman, Lieutenant J. Paul Vance, that said posting, quote, misinformation on the site could be the result in, could result in criminal prosecution. You devils. Cowardly little devils. They just don't want to be exposed for the liars that they are. Oh, sorry i'm not gonna I'm not gonna placate you next article warning um language by bloodthirsty demon possessed liberals liberals call for murder of nRA president members and repeal of second amendment liberals are ticked off over the shooting that took innocent lives and they turn right around and want to murder innocent people that have done them absolutely no harm that's logic for you I mean that is demonic logic I'll tell you when I wrote, this is a guy named Tim Brown, he says, when I wrote yesterday about the liberals coming out against guns, I had no idea just how, just how some people would react. That once what would have been unthinkable to blast out in public seems to be becoming more normal via things like Twitter and Facebook. Below are a section of tweets that are clearly second amend, anti-second amendment and even calls for the murder of the National Rifle Association president David Keene along with NRA members. I, I, I can't even post the tweets; they're so bad. I mean, it's it's like the the most hardcore cussing language you could imagine. Okay, but that's okay. That's that that's that's their liberal love for us. That's that's the liberal liberal um, love that they show and exude so here's another one and this is now here here we get into the question in the official narrative which i'm going to do as much as i can watch and listen to the live police audio and television footage proving there was more than one shooter at sandy hook elementary there's two links you can click on one of them's more of a narrated version and the other one's more just the raw video see for yourself Okay. expanding on that, we have then the footage of police arresting the second man in woods right after the Sandy Hook shooting. On Friday, police were, quote, questioning a handcuffed suspect um, in connection with the Newtown school shooting after they found a man wearing camouflage pants and a black jacket in the woods near the school. Ah, it doesn't sound like it's too sketchy. CBS reported that a potential second shooter is in custody and that the SWAT is now investigating the home of the suspect. Well, just like the Aurora shooting, and I proved there that there was at least another person involved, intriguely in that shooting. No, oh, that's all covered up. No, we just want to bl- blame it on one lone gunman that we can we can uh, focus in on who was a gun. You know, uh, obtain weapons and and, and a uh, uh, just a gun. Um, enthusiasts, however however they want to paint them, who are mentally deranged, like all gun owners are, because they're all that way. We're all just apt to do this very same exact thing. This is the picture they want to paint. And it was the same thing with Aurora. It's the same thing with this. Except there's way more going on with Sandy Hook. There's no way I can report on it all. I keep seeing new stuff every day. I mean, it's... It's terrible. Um... They really do a. The, the Illuminati really does a bad job with these things. Typically, I, I don't know what it is, whether they're just so cocky or what it is, but they're incredibly undetail oriented when they try to pull these things off. It's almost like they leave all these smoking guns in place just to see if the sheeple people are dumbed down enough, well, where they will accept any narrative that shoved down their throat. I think that's why they are so. Uh, why these things are always so botched and undetail oriented? You know, you'd think if they were going to do this, they'd want to do it right. You know, no, they, it's like they do the exact opposite. It's unbelievable. Here's another one: Newtown, two shadows running past the gym while police are heard. Now, this is the police, the official police scanner being recorded at the time of the shooting. This isn't something that's being made up. Two shadows running past the gym. Which they talk about on the scanner, while police are heard saying, "quote They are coming toward us. quote We got them." End of quote. So you know you can listen to that. Uh, Here's another one. Uh, It's entitled "I Am the Devil." Former classmate reveals school gunman had an online devil worshipping page. Ah, That's not a red flag. Um, The Sandy Hook gunman worshipped the devil and had an online page dedicated to Satan. Okay, A former classmate revealed, as his childhood barber recalls, Adam Lanza never spoke and would stare at the floor every time he had his hair cut. He's a real chatty Cathy, you know, this guy. Anyway, Lanza's worshiping page had the word devil written in red Gothic style letters against a black background. Again, no red flags there. Um, the FBI are trying to piece together his smashed up hard drive to see if, if his online hoof print, I mean, footprint, will reveal any more motive for the killing. But they strongly believe that he made the use of devil-worshipping and suicide sites and boasted of his murder plans on message forums. So, I mean, yeah, I think this kid was demon-possessed of the toenails. I think it was the perfect Patsy. Perfect MK Ultra mind-control slave created by the government. And then they go and they blame it on the mother for having the guns in, this, in the house. And we're going to get to that in a second as well. How now they're going to blame this all on doomsday preppers. And it was her fault. It was the prepper's fault because she ultimately provided him the guns for which he went on the mass shootings, even though the government orchestrated the whole thing. Anyway, going further, um, this is unbelievable. On Friday, 1221, the National Rifle Association blamed music, movies, and video games for firearms violence, such as what took place at Sandy Hook Elementary School. One of the games the NRA blamed for brainwashing and desensitizing our children to violence is the online shooter game. I'm not making this up. I saw the video. It's called Kindergarten Killer. Watch the following clip of this online video game that your children have been playing. It is a first-person shooter game, meaning you're the one shooting, and there's all these little kindergartners popping up in a school, and you're blowing their brains out. And it's showing like half their head blown off. and all, In and, and a real little cartoon-like fashion. It's got to be the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life. It, it's got to be the, about the sickest... It really is. It's the sickest game I've ever seen in my life. And this game's been around for a long time, evidently. Long time. Kindergarten Killer. And it's just not like the same wound every time. One time they're blowing off half their head. The other time they're blowing off like... You know their shoulder, little kindergartners. They're the evil ones. Oh, but I, these first-person violent video games—they don't—they don't influence people for toward desensitizing them toward violence. Why would that ever happen? I mean, come on, you know, it's unbelievable. But if you want to see it, it's—I give you the link to it right there. Next next uh, report, a listener comment regarding the audio of the Sandy Hook shooting and the SSRI medication side effects. Uh, the listener wrote me, he said, I ran across this website called SSRI Stories, which SSRI stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors, okay? these psych- psychotrophic meds like Prozac. Okay, And I wanted you to be aware of this. I noticed how these antidepressants play a big role in this. Obviously, it is related to witchcraft pharmacia. Now, this is from ssristories.com okay, and it says warning, withdrawal of these SSRIs can often be more dangerous than continuing on the medication. Why? Because all drugs you develop dependencies on. Okay? They typically take over some function in the body that the body should be doing on its own. When you go off them, if you go off them cold turkey, the body then has to not only is there a demonic component to them, but the body has to try to start doing that function again Which, unless you're supplying some targeted, typically like clinical nutrition, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen by itself. If you got there in the first place and you just try to go off a cold turkey, now I'm not saying God can't intervene and heal the situation, but a lot of this also breaks down to the soils being depleted and the things that we should be getting in our diet we're not getting in and us being poisoned on a daily basis through fluoride and the vaccinations and the chemtrails and the chlorine and all the additives of the food and the BPA and the plastics. I mean, all of that contributes to this stuff. So, anyway, withdrawal can be more dangerous than continuing on medication. It is important to withdraw extremely slow from these drugs. Again, I would never even try to do it unless you're on a clinical nutritional protocol uh, to specifically aid in that effort. Usually over a period of a year or more. Well... A year or more? Come on, I have never had seen something that took so long to get off a drug. But if you're doing it cold turkey, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Under the supervision of a qualified specialist, oh yeah, I guess that would be an MD, um, withdrawal is sometimes more severe than the original symptoms or problems. Now, the website is a collection of 4,800 plus, 4,800 plus stories with full media articles available, mainly on the criminal nature uh that have appeared in media, newspapers, TV, scientific journals, or that were part of FDA testimony in either 1991, 2004, 2006, in which antidepressants are mentioned. So the criminal nature, the crimes that people commit once they get on these SSRIs, these antidepressants in general. These stories are aimed at highlighting the lunacy of the current system, but also showing how some... Someone who is determined can change everything. On December fifteenth, two 2010, PLOS Medicine released a study which showed that in regard to prescription medications and violence, the FDA had received the most reports of violence from the SSRI and SNRI antidepressants. So, the FDA received the most reports of violence from the SSRI and SNRI antidepressants. The study listed Prozac as the number two drug for violence and Paxil as number three. Well, isn't aren't they supposed to, like, stop that type of behavior? Isn't it four? Yeah, but they create the very things they say they're supposed to prevent. It's well known. You get on these drugs, your risk of suicide goes way up. Well, isn't that the reason I took it in the first place? It might have been. But a side effect is suicide even though you're taking it because you were having suicidal thoughts. You're trying to deal with a demonic problem and certain extent, true, I believe there are nutritional components that are lacking that obviously can contribute to this, but it's probably a combination. Then you take one of these pharmakia drugs, which has a demonic component, pharmakia and sorcery, which only makes the problem worse, and then makes your body dependent on them and also creates other side effects. Sometimes it would be more violent behavior. Many times it would be more suicidal behavior. I mean, it sounds good. Where do I sign up? And here we got Prozac as its main ingredient is fluoride. Its name, its real name, is fluoroxetine. Did you know that? I said this recently in a teaching. What do you mean, fluoroxetine? Fluoride. Fluoroxetine. Oh. You know, they first used fluoride in the Nazi prison camps to placate the people in there so that they would just kind of go into the gas chambers. Obviously, it was a much higher dosage than they're putting in the water system now because they couldn't get away with that dosage in our water system yet. But they're just poisoning us slowly over time. And it causes brain cancer and it burns out your lower brain lobes, which... Controls your will to resist, and maybe that's why so many people are just going along with the agenda now, just from fluoride alone. Then you've got these drugs, which have, as their usually as their main ingredient, like Prozac, fluoride. And then they're putting fluoride-based pesticides all over the vegetables, and you're like, oh, I'm eating good now. And you eat unorganic vegetables, and you don't wash them, and you don't rinse them, and you're getting more fluoride. And you better be using, if you're eating unorganic, you better be using a, a, some type of surfactant, like a natural soap and vinegar and these types of things, in order to get the pesticides off. And even then, you're not going to get them all off. I'm just saying. I understand everybody can't eat organic and, and stuff like that. And I'm not perfect in that regard either. But I'm just telling you, this is just something else that think about. So, anyway, the web, this website focuses on... The SSRIs, of which Prozac was the first, the other SSRIs are Zoloft, Paxil, known in the UK as Cerexazat, Selexa, Lexapro, Lovex, other new antidepressants include in the list Remeron, Anaphronil, and Effexor, Cymbalta, and Pristique, as well as the dopamine reuptake inhibitor antidepressant Wellbutrin, also marketed as Zyban. This is the work of Dr. David Healy, and I give you the links to the site. So, um, yeah, um, that's more confirmation regarding what we talked about last week and this week. Now, next article. Newtown Murders, Astonishing Hunger Games Coincidence. The mother and the killer's mother, now a doomsday prepper. So, again, this is just... Unbelievable, all this stuff. Um, this is a CBS News broadcast on 12, 15, 2002. The segment begins at the seven-minute point of the online version. i give you a link to it. The program anchor, Jim Axelrod, was live in Newtown, Connecticut, and says, quote, You're learning more about the guns used in the shooting that belonged to Lanza's mother. Okay? So hopefully you can uh, you can see where this is going at this point. Senior correspondent John Miller Sets up for the punchline. Remember, this is CBS. This is Big Brother Control News Media. Senior correspondent John Miller sets up for us up for the punchline and says, quote, she, meaning Lance's mother, made an affirmative effort to get these weapons as we learned from the landscaper and enjoyed shooting. Hmm, how terrible. Uh, so, going back to the article, it says, ready? Now, here is John Miller's punchline. He says, quote, we spoke to another relative who also said she was worried about the defense of her home if there was a collapse of the economy. Oh, how dare her. What a freak to think such a thing. She wanted to have weapons on hand to defend them. Which, of course, only underscores the irony that those were the very guns used by her own child to kill her and so many others, end of quote. And there we are. The circle is complete. Now the gun grabbers can really take off and run with this. The doomsday preppers are responsible for the murder of 20 children and 6 adults. That's where the whole thing is going and what is clearly being implied. You don't have to be a genius to figure out the agenda behind this. Yesterday the mainstream media began churning out articles about Nancy Lanza, the mother of the shooter. Nancy Lanza, or Adam Lanza, the mother of the shooter, Adam Lanza. When you read the following quotes, ask yourself how many of these comments could describe me? Here's some quotes about Nancy Lanza, Adam Lanza's mother. Nancy was a member of the Doomsday Prepper movement. Oh, she, was she a card carrying member? I mean, she had her Doomsday Prepper, you know, official Ovaltine Secret Decoder ring and, and, and card with her. Yeah, because I mean, you know that it's it's a fun group to be in, and, and even though it doesn't exist, but uh, they act like it's like this card carrying movement, you know, Doomsday Prepper movement, which believes people should prepare for the end of the world. Now, every one of these quotes is linked to a different liberal media news source that I give here at the end. I'm not going to list them all. But they're all connected, okay? So, next quote. According to reports, Nancy Lanza was a so-called prepper, a part of the survivalist movement which urges individuals to prepare for the breakdown of society by training with weapons and hoarding food and other supplies. Next quote. Reports are starting to emerge of a troubled young man and his unusual upbringing. Next quote. Dan Holmes, owner of the landscaping firm, who worked on the family's home, said she was an avid gun collector. She told me she would go to Target shooting with her kids. Oh, how terrible. Oh, my word. Okay, next quote. Marsha Lanza described Nancy as, quote, self-reliant. Ooh, that's a... Ugh. How horrific, can you get? Self-reliant? Oh, my word. Anyway, next quote. He was reportedly homeschooled by his mother, a school principal, and gun enthusiast who wasn't satisfied with the education her son was receiving. Oh, see, that's the whole problem. I mean, you know... um, State, they're right there, homeschooling, you know, that's demonized, and you need to go to your state-sponsored school, this wouldn't happen. Uh, Next quote, as America searches for answers, investigators are turning toward Nancy Lanz's supposed identification as a survivalist. Oh, see, we're searching for answers, and really what it all boils down to is these doomsday survivalist preppers are really the source of all evil. Oh, and also the King James Bible-believing um, Second Amendment believing uh, anti-abortion pro-life they're also they're they're all lumped into one as the source of all evil on the planet. Um, so going further, her former sister-in-law Marsha said she had turned her home into a fortress. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! Mrs. Lanza is thought to have trained her sons Adam and Ryan to shoot, even taking them to local ranges. Oh, we can't have that. Nancy had a survivalist philosophy which is why she was stockpiling guns. Um, She had them for defense. Okay, so then it goes on to say, she had them for defense. She was stockpiling food. She grew up on a farm in New Hampshire. She was skilled with guns. We talk about preppers and preparing for the economy collapsing. So, the article goes on to say, gee, they say this stuff like it's horrible, a bad thing. Let's see, stockpiles... Stockpiles of food, check. Takes children, target shooting, check. Preparing for economic and or social collapse, check. Serious about home defense, check. Home is well fortified against criminals, check. Skilled with weapons, check. Survivalist philosophy, check. Self-reliant, check. Believes that we are capable of educating our children at home, check. Nancy Lanza's description could apply to nearly any prepper, uh, preppers have been cast in an ugly light for quite some time. We are painted as camo-clad survivalists, clenching a knife in our teeth, while unloading an automatic weapon into some real or imagined threat. After our Rambo-esque rampage, we will then crouch in the forest by a campfire, shoveling down an MRE, which is a meal's ready to eat, while glaring suspiciously into the dark, a large katana hunting knife close at hand with which to dispatch the next enemy. So again, this is how they're trying to portray... Preppers, okay. They want everybody to be, you know, have like no store food in the house, no water supplies, totally reliant on the on the government for for their um, for their next meal ticket. That's what they want because that population of sheeple people will be so unbelievably easy to control. And again, it's not going to bite the hand that feeds them. It's going to go along with the legislation, whatever is proposed. And this is why they're trying to get more people dependent on the government and, and demonize this movement. Okay, So this is what they're doing here. It's obvious. The assault on preppers through the media is obviously becoming more and more focused. But then there is this. The SG, SGT report cites a coincidence that will leave you thinking about a planned scenario at Newtown, just the kind of operation secret societies are reputedly famous for. So going further, but then there's this: the SGT report cites a coincidence that will leave you thinking about a planned scenario at Newtown. Just the kind of operation secret societies are re- are uh, reputedly famous for. In The Hunger Games, many times called a model of predictive programming. And again, I did a whole little series on The Hunger Games. We went up the road to where uh, it was mainly filmed. Here, it's right up the road. Probably about it probably took us about twenty minutes to get there. We went into the houses where they were all filmed. They're all kind of just sitting there abandoned. Um, I mean, there are generally, literally old houses in this area. But anyway, um, in The Hunger Games, many times called a model of predictive programming, and I would say it is, the ritual sacrifice of 23 children is carried out. Huh. Twelve districts shoot two children from each district. They fight in pairs and kill each other until one winner's left. Twenty-three children are then killed in Newtown. Twenty children were killed, and just so happens, the author of the Hunger Games, Susan Collins, is listed by Wikipedia as one of the famous people who lives in Newtown, Connecticut. Yeah, you heard that right. Isn't that weird? Now, again, there's so many aspects to this story. I can't cover them all. This is one of the more in-your-face things that I've seen about this. Very, very disturbing. Kind of like the hoof prints of Satan all over something. Here we have the Hunger Games, where they kill 23 children. Susan Collins is the author. And here she lives in the exact town where the Newtown shootings killed. 20 children are killed. Hmm. You take it from there. Call it whatever you want to. I try to avoid to avoid big stretches, but this is too stunning to omit. Now let's go further. Sandy Hook reference coincidence in Batman Dark Knight Rises movie. After all the weird coincidences of the Coro- Colorado movie theater incident in Aurora, in Batman. Now we see further strange coincidences in the movie scene from Dark night Rises okay and this is the when they premiered that. Remember this is where the aurora shooting took place in Colorado. The Batman shooting. The Dark night rises, okay, talk about predictive programming. I believe that 's what the Illuminati is trying to send us the signal that this dark night is arising now Jesus Christ said that I must work the work of of him that sent me, because the night is coming when no man can work. Okay? And this dark night that's rising is a literal thing to the Illuminati. In this movie scene from The Dark Knight Rises, the words Sandy Hook is about the only legible text on the whole map. And a guy puts his finger on it. Someone in another thread says the verbal dialogue at this point in the movie and says there are no coincidences. Coincidence. How weird is this? It's one minute and 58 seconds into the movie. Watch it. It's just too odd. Now, I don't think I have a clip of the movie, but the pictures are really obvious as to what's going on here. So I was, I was just showing Taylor this picture, and I give you the link to the picture, and it's, the, it's one minute and 58 seconds in the movie. He's, he's on this map. And it gives you the verbiage of what he's saying when he's looking at the map in the Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises movie. And um, the only thing legible, there's only two things legible on the map. One is the word Gotham on the right side, lower portion. And the other, on the left side, is Sandy Hook in the Dark Knight Rises movie. Now, it gets even weirder. I'm going to play this clip from... um Another one, another video that was produced, I'm going to play 2 minutes and 40 seconds of this clip, which confirms this as well.
1: December 16th, 2012, Dabu 7. I'm about to share with you a little information It's probably going to turn your stomach because you're going to really start to realize how set up this is. Pass this information along, post it in forums, wake people up. Uh, This is what I'm talking about when I want you to get people to understand this is a big setup. What I'm showing you right here is a clip from The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, As all of you know, the shooting happened in Aurora in Colorado during the premiere of The Dark Knight Rises. Now, this is a clip from that movie. And right in front of your face, it says, Aurora. Aurora.
0: Now, what you're looking at here, and you can't see it because this is an audio, is a big building in The Dark Knight Rises, and it's it's right in the middle of the screen, and it says, plain as day, Aurora. I had not even seen this one. So, then he goes on with other information.
1: Okay, and that, that ain't all. That was just one shooting. I'm about to show you the good stuff. This is from the same film. And this is just crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Do you see what this says right here? Sandy Hook. It is. The
0: this is the map that I just provided the screenshots for in the PDF. Okay, for twelve twenty four two thousand
1: twelve. The only thing on this map that you can read besides Gotham, and Gordon says. To mark the truck, get a GPS on it so we can start to figure out how to bring it down. This is what they're doing in Hollywood. This is what they're doing right in front of your face, right under your nose. This is all there. Here's another clip. Within a second of this, guess what? He points to it and he puts his hand on it.
0: He puts his hand literally where it says Sandy Hook. Right, His fingertips are right over the verbiage of Sandy Hook in the movie, of Dark Knight Rises.
1: Now you tell me how sick of a setup this is. Okay? Also, remember, in the movie Matrix, Neo's passport expired 9-11-2001. I mean, we can go on and on and on, reeling it.
0: Now, I did a 14-city a tour back in 06 on the Avion Flu, and, um... I think you can still get it from the Prophecy Club. Uh, and actually, if you go up and key in uh, Dr. Scott Johnson Avion in YouTube, I did PowerPoint presentations that I put up on the internet after that. And sometimes my teaching's up there, sometimes it gets taken off, the, the actual one I did of the speaking tour when I was in Topeka, Kansas. But the, the PowerPoint, I get into 9-11, and how the Twin Towers were targeted, and all the things that were unbelievably telegraphed before the Twin Towers actually went down, years before they went down, where they were targeted, where the Illuminati was telling us, without a doubt, these buildings were going down, even to the point of saying where the first strike is going to be, in what, you, in what building, and I get into that in the teaching. So I've been reporting on this type of stuff for years, so this doesn't surprise me at all. They'll probably find all kind of more stuff about this as they explore this further.
1: Into the signs and everything that has to do with this Jesuit control, Hollywood, media, and so on and so forth. Wanted to put this out there. So, you could maybe raise a few brows for some people that don't want to believe what's going on. Like I said, spread this, post this. The Aurora shooting in Sandy Hook are both referenced in The Dark Knight Rises. Okay? Also, a reference, and I'm going to say, the whole thing with The Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight Rises. You've got to pay attention to what is going on here. There you guys go.
0: Okay, so... I I wanted to play that little clip there because that obviously confirms what we're talking about here. Now, here's another one. Satanic proof of sacrifice. Sandy Hook map mapped in Dark Knight movie on a satanic ley line. I've talked about these satanic ley lines in the past. Now, this, what we're looking here is... uh, Oh, boy, I lost my place here. Okay, what we're looking at here is a map And it shows a ley line. The ley lines are these satanic lines of power. Or lines of power that crisscross the earth. That Satanists or occultists or pagans will typically initiate ceremonies on. Particularly where they cross. Because they have found by... Just like the the Satanists or the pagans or occultists will use astrology, and use dates and times to empower their witchcraft much further. Well, they also use places to do the very same thing, particularly if it's on a ley line or where these ley lines cross. Okay, they're, they're, It's like a power grid that they're literally tapping into. And here you have a line that goes from Stonehenge in um England, exactly through the Sandy Hook Elementary, exactly through then the Tihulican Pyramid of the Sun Center in um, Mexico, okay you'd have to have three points of reference to really prove this. you got three points here. who knows what else is on that line so again, this is a this has the sign of a satanic sacrifice. Um, and now we find out that Sandy Hook is actually on a satanic ley line itself. Then we've got the map, that map that was shown in, um, the Gotham City map, Sandy Hook. And then I'm going to really get into something that I really was amazing. Um, combining these facts with the Hunger Games movie coincidence we cited previously, uh, this appears to be a deliberately chosen place for mass child and adult sacrifice ritual that the Illuminati love so much. Absolutely, 100%. Don't have any problem believing that whatsoever. Last article here is, then we take the Sandy Hook map from the Dark Knight Rises movie, the one where it says Sandy Hook, and then you see Sandy Hook, and then he puts his fingers right over it, and we compare that to an overlay of the Google Maps that were given regarding the Sandy Hook thing. And I'm I'm just going to play this real quick. And we'll see if there's any if there's any um cybertribe network.com, propheticseer.com. Check this out. Slow this down and look at the overlay from the Google Maps. Now you really need to watch these last videos if you want to get the full effect. What he's doing is slowing down the overlay of the of the Gotham map where it says Sandy Hook, and there is a in in the Gotham map, there's a looks like a building that's circled in red, and then there's a blue line that comes up under it on a curve. And then he's comparing that to the official Google map that was given on the Sandy Hook official shooting. And they are an absolute match. I mean, a I mean, it's unbelievable. The only thing that's different, really, is the background colors and the color of the lines. When you put it over the map from the movie, can you believe this? Look at this. It's unbelievable. It's exact. Shows the roads. Shows right where the school is. It it cannot be a coincidence. There's just no way. In the map, this is the first strike. I've got more interesting insights into the maps here on my YouTube channel, Cyber Tribe Network, and the Prophetic Seer YouTube site, as well as we'll be talking about it tonight at Cyber Tribe Network at 5 p.m. on the show. Be there tonight. He just keeps showing the... The map of the Sandy Hook, the real school, and the lines that were drawn on the Google map by like the official media sources and the Gotham map. And he just, he's showing them and they're just going back and forth and they're, they're a match. And you have to understand the Sandy Hook on the map of Gotham, that's a fictional city. Gotham is a fictional city. Yet these maps are absolutely identical as far as what's circled. And what it's labeled as Sandy Hook, on both maps, I mean this has the hoof Prince of Satan all over it, and I'm just I, I know I'll get many more requests probably this next week, oh, do this and do that and it's like, oh uh, listen i can't I can't get into every aspect of 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 this. I mean, hopefully we've given you enough today to totally thoroughly convince you that this was a satanic setup, and this is an absolute total satanic. Illuminati agenda, a foot here. Um, reams of, of information between this teaching and the last teaching. Uh, so hopefully this will, will um, be a blessing to you, and, and maybe you can uh, get the word out and, and uh, uh, really understand this next coming month to be in prayer about what they're going to try to enact, um, that hopefully Satan will not prosper in this wickedness, if it be the Lord's will, and um, we're going to go ahead and um, take um, the next week off here. And then we'll resume after the start of the year here for, with the next teaching. So I'll go ahead and uh, close us out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I thank you for bringing these, these facts to light, Lord. I pray that your truth would go forth, Lord, and that you would give us eyes to see, hearts to receive, and ears to hear, Um, I pray that this wicked agenda would not prosper, that the Illuminati is trying to foist through the Obama administration, through these wicked politicians, through Hollywood, through these liberals, through the 501c3 um, corporate church, Lord, in this country. Uh, I pray that this wickedness would be exposed, Lord, that your name would be glorified through it, and as a result of this, that many would be saved through the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, that you would use us mightily for your glory, that you would protect the innocent, Lord, that you would protect the children and the orphans and the widows and the homeless and and just those that cannot protect themselves, Lord God, in the body of Christ, from this wickedness that we see bearing down ever increasingly on a daily basis. And I just ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.